Welcome to Blueprint of Fate. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Fate. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Thank you for joining us at Blueprint of Faith. I am excited to continue this study. It's been a study of the kingdoms I wanted to focus on the fact that we are being translated from one kingdom to another. And I have been also focusing on who reigns within that kingdom, the king. Uh, the last study we looked at as at the king's authority. And so I want to take a look at today, look at the people of the kingdom. And briefly, I'll study um, how to enter the kingdom. But uh, the Bible tell, has a lot to say about uh, the citizenry in the kingdom of God. And I will do a study on what we are call what we call the new birth. And uh, I will do a really good detailed study about that. But I'll tell, tell you how to get into this uh, new kingdom. But I'm going to, my study will be uh, what happens to you when you come into that kingdom, because the Bible tells us that we are uh, translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. And so I want to then uh, do a deep study as to how and what happens to you. So today we are going to focus on the people of this, uh, the citizenry in the kingdom, for the Bible does tell us that uh we, as I mentioned, we are translated and each kingdom has a citizen. So, uh, the citizens in the kingdom of God's dear son, uh, the Bible, we call it on the earth, um, the church, but the Bible, the Bible calls it the body of Christ. And so these are born again believers from all over the world. And it's not just one place. And this is God's family. He's trying to put together uh, a group that he can call his own and uh, believe that uh, with the uh, revolution that took place in heaven, that a third of the angels gone and that heaven is incomplete without that third uh, being replaced. And I believe God came to his creature, man, then he wants to replace and uh, put them in, uh, add them into the circle of heaven. And so that's my personal belief. Um, so uh, let's go through 
uh, the um, you know the talk about the citizens in the kingdom. The Bible re- refers to those citizens as children of God. Um, if you look at Romans chapter eight verses sixteen, it'll tell you says the Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that are the children of God, and that takes place at. Uh, salvation. So let me first go in and let you know about salvation. The Bible calls it the new birth. We're just going to brief, uh, go in briefly about it. I'm going to pick a, a, a situation with Nicodemus in, in the book of John, John 3, uh, uh, and verses 3 to 5. Jesus answered and said unto him, Truly, truly, I say unto you, Except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus replies, says Nicodemus said unto him, How can a man be born when he is old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Truly, truly, I say unto you, Except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And so, um, that is the scripture by which we talk about uh, the new birth. Jesus mentions two births here, and the first born of water. And that is the natural birth that they're talking about. Uh, every one of us, uh, we came from water in, in the sack of our mother, and he was talking about that birth. But he mentioned a second birth. And that birth, he talks about, he says, and of the Spirit. Uh, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So uh, that uh, process is twofold. And uh, twofold meaning that we, the first entrance of a kingdom is to be born into the natural kingdom, the kingdom of uh, uh, Satan the kingdom of darkness, as the Bible calls it. And then there's a second birth, and that birth is to bring you into the kingdom of God, because it says you must be born of the Spirit, and he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So uh, the Bible tells us in Ezekiel uh, 36:26, a new heart will I give you, and a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a new flesh. This is about the new birth, again, the spiritual birth. First um, uh, Corinthians five seventeen. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Both old things passed away, behold, all things have become new. Uh, again, this is a uh, in reference to that spiritual transfer, um, the Bible tells us that God replaces our spirit with a new spirit. And uh, if you look in Titus 3.5, not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he has saved us by washing away of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit plays a great part in this uh a process of salvation and we will see that for the bible says for by grace are you saved through faith it is a gift of god that process is a gift of god and i've done if you've been following my podcast i've talked about that when i studied grace that uh, one of the ingredients that is in faith 
is needed in faith. And grace is God's responsibility. Anytime you see grace, that's what God's responsible for. Faith, on the other hand, is what we are responsible for. So we see in the scripture in Ephesians, a combination of God and man working together. For by grace are we saved. How? Through faith. It is a gift of God. And so, uh, I'm going to go into a lot of, uh, a lot more detail about that. Study, uh, the, I'm going to go into this new birth a little more and, uh, kind of just bring it out because a lot of people believe that they can work their way into salvation. And you see, religions are set up for that. According to the word of God, no amount of work that you do will ever allow you to get into the kingdom of God. Um, when I say works, I'm talking about good works. Or what uh, Titus says, by works of righteousness, um, which we have done according to his mercy, he has saved us. And so uh, there's, uh, as I mentioned to you, religions are built on, on works. And when religions are built works, it means that it's man-made. Uh, for the Bible tells us that and if, if you want to study uh, works, and uh, the book of Romans is a good book about how men try to infiltrate uh, the new church that was forming, putting a burden on them about keeping the law. And so uh, Paul had to come to face with that teaching, and teaching was of the old covenant, and he was trying to explain to them through revelation about this new covenant, the new kingdom, and the way that it operates, and the way that uh, you get into it, the way that you stay in, and all of those things are discussed in the book of Romans. It goes and it talks about the process of salvation, and we're going to study all of those. For a man believe unto righteousness, so forth. So we are going to talk about that as we study it in detail. But Let's go back into the citizenry of the um, the kingdom. They are, as I mentioned, the citizens there, once they are there, they're called the sons of God or the children of God. A good scripture also that talks about that is Galatians 3, verses uh, 26. For you are all the children of God. How? By faith in Jesus Christ. Not by faith in our works or good works or any of that stuff. For we are the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. And we make that confession that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus has died for our sins, that he rose again from the grave on the third day, that he's ascended into heaven and he's seated at the throne of the Father. We make these confessions, the Bible tells us, and with it in Romans it goes, with the heart man believe, with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And so, going to really take a good deep, um, I want to spend a lot of time um, on that process of salvation and what happens then, because I think a lot of people don't understand what happens there, and they kind of just gloss it over and so forth. But I, I wanted to, the reason why I want to teach you guys about the kingdom and all the different rules and principles in the kingdom, because when you are to move from one to the other, 
the one that you are living in for a long time, you're going to try to bring some of its principles and behaviors into this new kingdom. And it causes stress, it causes a fraction, it causes guilt, causes all of these other things, anxieties, um, you feel uh, all kinds of different things that you have picked up from being in the kingdom of darkness and that you are in the kingdom of God's dear son and you're called uh, children of God. Try to bring these things with you. You not try, you do bring these things with you. And Jesus has to address them. And uh, he gives you scriptures about those anxious of nothing. Um, all your needs are provided. All of these different things that you were, have lack in the kingdom of darkness, in the kingdom of, of his dear son or the kingdom of God, he's saying, no, you don't have lack. All your needs are provided. All your desires are provided. All of these things. And it's just you and I need to access those things by our faith. The, it is the way by which we can access it. It is um, the interest. God is interested in it. The devil also is interested in your faith. Because if he can keep you in bondage, then you will not be able to use your faith. For the Bible tells us that uh, we shall overcome the world by our faith. So as these children of God, um, we will see what do these children of God get. Uh, what are some of the re uh, uh, rewards and some of the things that we receive as we are now translated into this kingdom of God? So, take a uh, take you through a couple of scriptures so you could get a chance to see some of the things it says second Corinthians 6 17 through 18 wherefore come out from amongst them be separate say it the Lord and touch not the unclean things I receive you and will be a father unto you and you shall be my sons and daughters say the lord god almighty so he's, he's telling us about coming out from separate ourselves from the kingdom of darkness from what he's calling us to separate ourselves from the principles of the kingdom of darkness he's calling us to separate ourselves uh now he's talking to to born again people we ought to separate ourselves from those things uh, so that we can uh, be truly the children of God. Don't touch those unclean things. Separate yourself. What are the unclean things? The principles of 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 darkness. All of those things: hate, um, anger, uh, deceit, lies, uh, fornication. It gives you a list of what are those things. Separate yourself from those things. And God said he will receive us and he will call us sons and daughters. Uh, the book of John, John 1, uh, 3 um, to 2 also. Behold, what manner of love has the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. For uh, the, the world knoweth us because it knows him not. So, uh I was saying here that God, the world doesn't understand us because they don't understand God. I apologize. It says, therefore, the world knows knoweth us not. It knows not our Father. Beloved, now are we the sons of God, and has doth not yet appear what we shall be, but we know that when he shall appear, we'll be like him, for we shall be like as he is. And what this scripture is talking about is that 
there's going to be a physical change in our appearance to now look our king. And the Bible tells us that uh, are going to look and act as him. And he is asking us while we are here on this earth, he says, we are already the sons of God. Um, you know, so we don't have to look forward to, to it. We are here. Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called the sons of God. Now, you and I are the sons of God. We don't have to wait until Jesus comes. What is talking about in that scripture is that we're waiting for a change of appearance. And uh, because we don't know yet, and then what, but we will look like him. That's the appearance that is going to be changed. So I wanted to take some time and go through some of these scriptures. Uh, Galatians 4, 6 and because you are sons of God, has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. I want to uh, put an emphasis on the fact that you are sons of God now. And it tells us that the Holy Spirit also is a part of this. And he was sent forth um, by Jesus Christ into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father, so that we can come to our Father. I've been around a lot of people that uh, call themselves religious, and um, uh, that term really gets me upset to, to a degree. Um, so is so is Lucifer. So is all of these other demons. They know Jesus Christ. They know God. We've read into the scriptures where they say, "We know who you are." Um, when Jesus came upon upon them when he was coming into to uh, one of the towns, the towns, and they saw him, and they requested that they be sent into the pigs, and Jesus obliged them. And that, to me, is a powerful story as to how our king behaves. And so he grants the requests of his citizens and even those that are non-citizens. Because these guys, uh, uh, are, were, they are demons and evil spirits that will never be uh, redeemed. And yet God asked, Jesus answered their prayer. And so that's king is interested in us and he wants to answer our prayers. Now, as I, I, I've been focusing on these, uh, the, what happens to us, we have a, we are called the children of God. And so now let's take a look at some of the things that we have received to uh, being in this new kingdom that we are uh, part of uh, as people of this kingdom. The Bible calls us in the book of Romans, it says that we are heirs. And so Romans 8, 17, and if the, if children and heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, for so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified with him. And so uh, the Bible is telling us here that we, we have inherited something. Our inheritance is our father. God. And we have also a joint heirs of something. We are joint heirs of Jesus Christ. So when we look at it that way, we see that the people then of this uh, um, uh, uh, new kingdom has a sense of authority and power. We are 
No longer, the Bible says, in captivity in the kingdom of darkness. We are free. The Bible tells us that the, uh, the, the, the religious people sent people to spy on, Paul puts it this way, to spy on our liberty that we have received. So our heirs, we are heir of God the Father. If I am an heir of something, that means that that is mine, that I can this too. If my father left me some money or houses and all of these things, I'm an heir of that. There is a time that there's a will that is set aside, it states that I am the possessor of this, I am the heir of these things. And the Bible tells us that there is a document that is, uh, has provided that you and I will be called heirs of God. A document is through uh, the death and the resurrection of his Jesus Christ and the confession and the believing that he is. And so that document is there. And I want to let you guys know that heaven is a court. It's a legal place because it tells us that he's an interceder. He's an intercessor. He's, uh, uh, Jesus Christ, um, uh, Lucifer is an accuser of a brethren. He goes back and forth looking to see whom he may come and accuse like he did with Job. And there's a legal process by which uh, heaven is taking place. Psalms 81 talks about the responsibilities of these, of angels and so forth. So, um, there's a courtroom that is present daily and uh, legal language. If you look in the Bible, uh, much of it in the New Covenant and the Old Covenant is legal language, court language. And uh, we are before a court when uh, the devil comes to accuse us and Jesus is there as our lawyer representing our case and showing the blood that he, he, he shed for us at the cross. And so um, we are called heirs of God. And Galatians 3, uh, 29 also tells us, if you be Christ, then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. And so God made a promise to Abraham and that he fulfilled it. And we are a part of it. The Bible tells us we are grafted into this, um, the, as gentle, as gentle as we are grafted into it. We become equal and we are not separate from other. I'm not a stepson and not a stepdaughter, a step whatever. I am a son of God and all of us are different colors. We, why are we sons of God? Because we are from the seed and the seed is not a step seed. The seed is a seed. So the delivery, um, where, where the, the, uh, vessel by which the seed is delivered cause it to be a seed where it's a step seed. The seed is the seed. So I am a son of God, just like you are a son of God. Uh, Titus 3 7 says that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of our, our eternal salvation. So we are, we are heirs with God. We are heirs of God. We are heirs, joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And so we need to take some time and slow down for a minute and see and understand what that is. First Peter uh, 1.4 talks about this, that our inheritance is incorruptible. 
to an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and that faded not away, reserved in heaven for you and I. And there's lots of things there, but I want to bring to you that we are now officially inheritors of God, our joint heirs with Jesus Christ. And so we are uh, in his kingdom we are a joint heir together of Christ's kingdom. And so uh, you and I are of true power. The only thing we are waiting for, as I read to you, is that we don't know what we shall be uh, like, you know, the appearance we're waiting for. Uh, that once we, but we know we will be like him. And that is seen in 1 John 3, 1, to two. And that is the only thing, guys, that we're waiting on here on this earth. You and I are truly uh, children and joint heirs of God. Um, this uh, citizenry, the Bible tells us that we are blessed. Ephesians 1, 3 says that, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in Christ. And so you always, always hear me talk about it, you know, about blessing. And I read this scripture to you guys. Blessed be the God of Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. And I usually go into that because I want you guys to see it, you know, that we are blessed. Um, Ephesians tells us, uh, uh, if you go into the Bible, there's so many things what we are blessed about. Um we are uh, unsearchable riches of Christ. Uh, we are blessed with uh, as being adopted children of God, redemption through the blood. We are sealed by the Holy Spirit, sealed in seated in heavenly places. Uh, by grace are you saved through faith. It tells us all these blessings that we have. And it tells us that we are delivered from death as well right now. It says Hebrews 2, 14 through 15. For as much then as the children are partakers of the flesh and blood, he so himself likewise took part in the same. Through death he might destroy him that had both the, the power of death, uh, that is the devil, and the keys to hell, and deliver them who through fear and death are all their lifetime subject to bondage, but God has freed us. And so these are some of the blessings that we have received. And, you know, uh, we get a shift, and I'll talk to you about uh, the future of the kingdom we go to, because it tells us that uh, a place and that place is heaven. And um, uh, it tells us that when we die, that's where we are, because we are before God to be absent in the body, is to be present before God and before Jesus. And so um, that's our, our home. Um we shall see, uh, if you look in, I remember uh, when Jesus was dying on the cross and the man made a statement, he says, about having you, can I have access to your kingdom? And Jesus said to him, today you will be with me in paradise. So uh, we can have access to God's kingdom, this Christ. And that's what that story is showing us. And uh, it is absolutely beautiful thing 
to know that uh, once we we pass, that we are before God, and that is, you can look in the Scripture in Second Corinthians five one to two and six to eight, and it tells you all of those things. I know verse eight says that therefore we are all uh, therefore we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. It says, verse 8 goes and says, We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. So Philippians tells us also that we are, um, when we pass, we go to Jesus Christ and be with the Lord. And as I mentioned to you, that uh, in Luke 23, 43, uh, with the gentleman that was there also with Jesus Christ. And he said to him, today you will be with in paradise. Uh, the other thing that happens to us, and which I mentioned to you earlier, is the change of, of body. Uh, we don't know when that is going to happen. That That's a part of us being translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. And we, it's exciting times, guys, and um, I wanted to bring this, continue to bring this message to you guys as to who you are and to encourage you to um, learn about God, learn about His life and His love for you and what He has done for you. Called you children. He's calling you sons. He's, you are His, He, you are in His inheritance. So, he is, and it tells us who he is, if God is our inheritance, what we have. Um, you know, pe- preachers are telling you about you're wealthy and, and they're chasing wealth and, uh, I mean, money and all this kind of stuff. We're wealthy because God is our inheritance. We are wealthy already. Why? Because God is our inheritance. We're wealthy because Jesus, we are joint heirs with Christ. We are wealthy. Um, the wealth that is here on the earth, uh, it is for us to do a purpose. And that purpose is seen in uh, Isaiah chapter 61, uh, uh, verses, uh, the, the remainder of verse 2, when Jesus stopped all the way down to the end of that chapter. That's our responsibility, and that's what that money is for. It's not for buying tons of houses and all of these things. That money is for us to go into the world and preach the gospel and make disciples and break down systems that are in place that are keeping people in bondage, um, whether it's the prison system, whether it's the um, financial system, whether it's the financial, meaning the credit system, whether it's it's uh, gangs, whatever kingdom that is here is set in place. The responsibility is to, for us to take that money and to make a difference in the lives of men and women. But uh, there is a day coming that that transfer will happen and that we will be able to do the things that we are supposed to do. But uh, I want to thank you for coming to our uh, show, Brent. It is my honor to have you. I want to thank those that do support us financially, and I encourage the others that are listening to support us financially. And you could follow the links to that, and uh, you could support us because we are uh, doing a lot of things that we want to uh, encourage and do more things. And as we add and grow our podcasts, and so. 
I want to thank you personally for uh, all the things that all the ones that are submitting and supporting this this uh, ministry that we have. And uh, I want to continue to bring the word to you so that you and I can grow and that we can change this world because we have a lot to do. And so the next time I'm going to study the uh, principles, some of the principles within the kingdom. And then we are going to look at the future of the kingdom. And uh, we're just going to follow the, the process by which we are doing this study. And then we are going to, uh, after we finish this study, then I'm going to focus on the new birth. We're going to spend some time there because it's very important as to what happens and the process by which it happens and the reward uh, as because it did happen. So I want to thank you again. Uh, and I that you subscribe, invite people, uh, help us grow, invite people in your church that you go to, invite people in school, in, in, in your youth group, your friends, your family, invite people to join us at, um, here at Blueprint of Faith. I've also started a, what I call a morning rant that I look at the current situation and I put it in line with the scriptures so that you and I can see uh, a few things that are happening in the world that we need to be aware of. And so I invite you to to listen to my morning rants. I do that from Monday to Friday. And um, Sunday is, uh, I focus on doing my teaching. Morning rants, as I mentioned, is looking at the news. I read the articles and see what's happening out there within the church and outside the church. Some of the topics that you, I'll be talking there is very uh, important to our current situation within the church and out there. So um, I invite you to listen to that as well. And I thank you, and I pray uh, God's blessing upon you and your family. The Bible says that we walk by faith, not by sight, and the just shall live by faith. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe, and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, Invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.